helping families be happy. Welcome to the Helping Families Be Happy podcast, where we explore the often messy world of family love and relationships. I am your host, Dr. Carla Marie Manley, a practicing clinical psychologist, wellness advocate, and author based in Sonoma County, California. I've teamed up with Familius Publishing to bring you nourishing real-life information about love, family, relationships, and life. And now I am thrilled and honored to introduce today's guest, Jelly Oakley, who will be talking with us about the wonderful world of children's literature and libraries. Thank you so much for being with us today, Shelley. Oh, thank you, Carla. Thank you for having me. So tell me a little bit about CLCD, Children's Literature Comprehensive Database. Okay, CLCD started as an off-branch of Children's Lit Review Source. And it's, CLCD's been in business about 20 plus years now. And it's a wonderful, it started off as Children's Lit, a review source, which was several librarians that wrote children's books and teen book reviews and sent out to various libraries and sources. And then they decided as the internet world expanded, of course, that it'd be a great idea to put all this information in a database. So what mostly happens with the database is we have some wonderful librarians, teachers, psychologists, doctors, and such that provide reviews of children's tween and teen books. And the database serves as like a repository for all of these reviews. And these reviews right now, they go out to mostly universities and colleges and that focus on education programs, library programs, anything with children's literature. They also are available to public libraries. And the exciting news is this year, they've actually made a new platform so that schools K through 12 can use the resources. And uh, we've even created a platform that's specifically for STEM learning. So it's a wonderful time to be a part of the organization. And they just do wonderful work as far as children's literature goes. One of the wonderful things about Dr. Gute is he has such a passion for children and reading. And that's his goal, is to make sure that every child or teen is matched up with the right book for them and that they grow into lifelong learners. What a beautiful concept and one that is really important for our world where there's so much information and so many books out there. But the nice thing I like doing is talking with people and, and learning about them, learning about people who are different than me. So, so libraries and education just was a good fit for myself. I started off as a work study during college at the university library, and then it just kind of expanded. I became an elementary reading tutor. I got my MLIS, became a school librarian. I worked as a public services librarian at our local public library. I was an ESL tutor for adults. I've taught adult ed GED courses. And, and then the last uh, library uh, position I had was as an academic librarian. And I mostly served like aspiring teachers and education programs. But what I found is in all of these, you just needed to have a strong reading background to succeed. So I actually got connected with CLCD as a reviewer through Children's Lit, enjoyed that, and then wrote an article or two for CLCD for their newsletter, Read and Shine newsletter. And once I did that, 
it just opened the door to work with them directly. So I'm a consultant with the company. I handle all of their social media relations and their newsletter and help out curating some content that they can be used in classrooms and for the database. Why do you feel reading is so important for all ages? Well, I really believe that reading connects us with the world around us. You know, when I was growing up, we didn't have the internet yet. You know, it was so, so new. So the only way that you found out about other people and other cultures the, and the global world was through books. And so even though the internet still provides us, you know, to live globally now, it's so important to have books that reflect individuals. And so, you know, there's something so important in reading the words of what someone's going through, you know, being a part of that narrative. And I know when I had worked as an ESL tutor, it, even if someone could not pronounce the English words, if they can recognize them in text, and then they gained this understanding, and, and it, it was just a huge gateway for them. So I, I think that is why I just feel it's so important. And how many of us like to escape reality, you know? And just sometimes it's nice just to, at the end of your day, read something totally different from yourself and then really be able to put everything into perspective. So you've been a school librarian, public services librarian, curriculum education librarian for an academic library, and you're working for CLCD. Could you tell me a little bit about the seminal parts of that journey? What drove you to this from maybe childhood forward? Oh, well, Years ago, now this is quite funny. I was the kid while my sister was playing teacher and, and we did that together and she became a teacher. I was the one who we had just a small library at our house and I would put those little due date cards in the back. Do you remember those? Oh, I remember those. <laughs> so I would put, you know, make them out of paper and then put the little due date. I would play like librarian because we had a wonderful librarian, Mrs. Cardwell at our elementary school. And by the sixth grade, she actually, you could actually be a helper and I helped in there and so, and I don't know, so that when I got to college and, you know, I was middle-class kid who had to pay for a college, there was a job in the library. By golly, that's where I was. So it kind of just expanded from that. I worked all four years in the university library, and it, it was a fascinating place at the time because were, we had a lot of international students. And again, that love for finding and meeting people that were different than me. So it, I guess I relate that with, you know, with libraries. And so that's how that started. What a beautiful story, and it really reminds me of the importance of those key mentors that we happen upon in life. In your case, it was a lovely librarian who must have just made librarians libraries seem all the warmer and more lovely to you, and how important those you know, those little connections are early on in life that kind of guide us one way or another. And I, I just find that so inspiring how many people end up following their passion as a result of one adult really opening a doorway without maybe even knowing they're doing it. Right, right. And, it, you know, so many times you think of recess, it's fun, art is fun, but the library, as a kid, I always would tell the kids when I was a school librarian, this is the one place where you don't need money, and you can pick whatever you want, and then come back next week, you get something brand new again, and so 
school libraries are just so important for children. Even the reluctant readers I found still loved the library because you know, I was very big on interest reading. You know, read what interests you because I thought if you, that's the buy-in, you know, if you're interested in something, you're going to stick with it. And those reluctant readers, they would go, I remember they would either hit like, they were like cars or sports, or they might like, oh, I like to cook, Miss Oakley. Oh, you know, do you have books on cooking? And even though, you know, a teacher may have said, you know, that's above their reading, you know, I would say, well, let's, let's just look. And the child will get the book off of the shelf and they would start looking at the pictures. And so I'd ask them a question about the book and they may not see it in the pictures, but then they're starting to look through the text and they're looking for words that they know, or words that can help them. And then they start helping each other at the table. And it was just a fascinating experience seeing how you could take something that interests a child and really move them in their, in their, in their reading growth. And if your child isn't a reader, that's okay. But if you know their interest, maybe grab some books about that interest. You know, and that would be an easy way to just slip that reading in there, you know. So, and I'm up for a story in any medium. You know, I love movies. I love podcasts. So think about that in audiobooks when you're looking at providing stories for your child. That's just my one recommendation for all families if you're going, oh, my child doesn't read this. Because I'll be honest, my daughter was not a big reader. She still isn't. But she'll read an article online that pertains to something that she likes. And you know what? That's still reading. That's still learning others' opinions, learning new ideas. So, you know, I really, I really foster reading and stories in any way, whether it's a play, music, or a book. Thank you for that incredible nugget of nourishment, right? To remind parents and mentors that reading comes in all forms. We have so many areas where we can access knowledge now. Mm. Notice that in our children, not what we think they should read or must read, but also maybe a little bit of that for school, but also beyond for really encouraging them to find that sweet spot of what they find interesting. Yes, reading for interest really worked. So, what is the best reading-related memory that you have? That was when I read my first 100-page book. That excitement. I could not believe it. I was in the third grade, and I could not stop telling people that, hey, I read 100 pages, and I remember telling that librarian, Mrs. Cardwell, and she just looked at me like, yes, I've heard it. <laughs> so that's quite, that's that, that fun nugget for myself. But then also when I watched the ESL adults that I was working with, when they understood the language through reading, that was phenomenal. Ah, beautiful. So when it came to working with the ESL adults and seeing that click for them, what did that click mean to you? It meant, it was just it's something exciting about helping someone understand something. Mm. And for me, see, I worked with several ladies from South Korea and I had to think about what would happen to me if I were in South Korea and I didn't understand things. I remember one of our best class sessions is when someone said, you know, I'm scared to go to McDonald's because I can't read the menu and I'm afraid they're not going to understand me. So the next class session is we met at McDonald's and they could not answer. I want number one. 
<laughs> so, you know, you had to read it. So when you, when you find something clicking, especially when you're able to read something, it's just monumental. It really, really is. So what five key points would you like listeners to take away from today's interview? I think what I want them to take away is grab a book, grab a magazine, grab an online article, anything that interests you and make reading a part of your daily life and so that you can grow that interest even more. Provide materials in your home that will foster reading experiences. There's so many magazines that you can get cheap now. The library, people, the library, it's all free. You know, that's somewhere you can take your child several days a week and they get something new every time they go. So I really think providing reading materials in your home is the way to go. Thank you so much for being with us today, Shelley. It has been such a pleasure to share time with you. Where can our guests find you? The best place to find me is online. Uh, try, try Children's Lit on Facebook or on Twitter. We're always sharing fascinating reads for children and tweens and teens. So that's where I'd like for people to find me, really. Let's, let's take the focus off me and let's go for the focus of reading. Okay, so online at Children's Lit. As we conclude today's podcast, I'd like to thank Familius Publishing for their support in bringing this podcast to your ears and your heart. Would be thrilled if you'd subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review on iTunes and social media. And when you're ready for that next amazing book adventure, would be honored if you'd choose a book from Familius Publishing, such as the lovely book we discussed today. One step at a time, we can make the world a happier place. Thanks for sharing your time with me, Dr. Carla Marie Manley. It's been a joy and a true pleasure. Be well and shine as only you can do. We talk together, learn together, play Work, eat together, we laugh together, heal together, and we love forever when we read.